You like rap music? Yeah, sure do. Who's your favorite rapper? Brian Austin Green. Brian Austin Green. Mr. Brian Green. Brian Green. Brian Austin Green. Brian Austin Green. He's always delicious. Brian Austin Green. Brian Austin Green. Welcome to With Brian Austin Green. Now, here's Brian Austin Green and Derek Russell. Hello, everyone. This is Brian Austin Green, and uh, you are listening to another episode of uh, With Bag with Brian Austin Green. Yeah. Yeah. And Derek. Here we are. And Derek. And Derek Russell. What's up? The uh, Curly Sue of podcasting. That's what it says on my Instagram profile. Oh, yeah. It should. It does. It should. Your your, your picture should be you as uh, Curly Sue. I don't know if we're going to go that far. It's that good. Uh, Well, it should be. Uh, You know... Whatever you decide is is what you decide, but it should be. It would be a very dangerous thing for me to do to let you have control of my Instagram, wouldn't it? Well, I, I don't know if it would be dangerous uh-huh. uh, or entertaining. Both. Or uh, I think I'm the only one it would be dangerous for. To everyone else, <laughs> yourself included, it would be entertaining. That's true. It would be entertaining. Yes, right. that is. So true. you would just have to uh, close your eyes. Yes. And not uh, <laughs> yeah, not log in. Okay. Well, I will not be giving you access to my Instagram. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna go ahead and nip that in the bud right now. Yeah. Yeah. Happy so, uh, National Best Friends Day. Happy National Best Friends Day. Yeah. You, I, I, you, you kind of there, there are too there are too many national holidays. There are at this point. I gotta say, I Hallmarks. you know what I gotta say. You spend way too much time online, like finding all these things out, because you you send me a text for every national holiday there is. What other national holiday have I have I sent you a text for? Name um, one. let me go through my uh, my text messages. And oh see. God! <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Oh, geez. Like happy National so Bread long. Day, happy National Donut Day, happy National. Yeah, that's me. That's totally yeah. me. That is you. I yeah. just thought it was funny we were recording today on National Best Friend Day. A National Best Friend. Because we're National yeah. Best Friends. We're not actual best friends. We're National. Am I contracted to record on, on this special of O special holidays? I no, I, I'd have to look back through the bylaws. I'm not entirely sure. I. It should be, uh, I don't know, it should be uh, holy, I guess. <laughs> it is. It's our holiest yeah. of, of days before with Bagpod. So I, you're not going to find start, any. You can dig back through all those texts. You will not find one. I have not done that before. No, no, no. I, I, I gave up. Yeah. Before we start. Um, We've already started. I mean, before we really get into the nuts and bolts of this show, which which is no nuts and no bolts. I was going to say, um, aren't you getting into it by saying before we start? Right. Listen, let me uh, let me precurse okay. all of this and right. say that we talk about nothing here. Yes. Um, Kate Spade, oh. uh, rest in peace. Um, you know, I, I wasn't. I, I personally didn't wear Kate Spade stuff, so it didn't uh, it didn't affect me the same way as Anthony Bourdain. Um, not taking away from Kate Spade at all, but Anthony Bourdain is one of those people that uh, he really. It's not that I didn't know about the world outside of this country, but he really opened my eyes to the things we had in common with other people, yeah. um, and. I, I I watched uh, consistently every week his show, and I was a big fan, and I'm sorry to see him go. So uh, 
Yeah, I woke Rest up. Rest in peace. I woke Rest up in to peace, Anthony. find out that information this morning. That was. Yeah, I saw that on the news, and I was really, uh, I, I was really shocked by that one. I, you know, it, it just it kind of came for me out of nowhere. I know, I know, most suicides do well, it's, come well, it's, nowhere. It's, it's the people battling with it that that you least. I I just I didn't uh, I didn't see it coming. I didn't expect it. He was uh, he was young. He was sixty one, which to me is young because I'm forty four. Um, and he was at the the top of his game. He was really he was a, a international star. And uh, you know it, it's sorry to see him and others go too soon. People you know people talk about calling the national suicide hotline and, and stuff like that, but I think. You know, a friend of mine put on Twitter today. One of the one of the best things you can do is just tell people that you love them. Yeah, it's true. Um, is is really you know what? All, all you can do is really spend whatever time you have and and appreciate it because you never know when that uh, that time that time's up. Um, so we get we get too real here. I um I I, I was diagnosed a couple of years ago with clinical depression and it um. You know, meds meds work to a degree. Uh, some days are yeah. better than others, but I mean, you know, I've come in contact with that kind of darkness before, and it's yeah. it's not. You know, I think some people there's a stigma attached to it. And I think some people think, well, you could just get happy and you could focus on the good things in your life, and what do you have to be sad about and all that kind of stuff? And it doesn't work like that. It's not a yeah. It's not a yeah. It's not a things are going well in your life. What do you have to be sad about? I mean, it is. It's a. It's a well, and you you got to know that. Uh, you know that that certain psychopathic drugs uh, that are supposed to help are it's it's a it's a slippery slope. You know, you start on one, and all of a sudden you're you have to take others to balance out what yeah. you're taking, and they sort of uh, they just compound the the problem. You know, I mean it's it's a hard it's a hard situation to deal with. Well, it's medicine, obviously medicine in general. Not everything works for everyone yeah. all the time right some things exactly. are, are perfect for people you know i have really high blood pressure and i take a blood pressure pill and it's the perfect thing for me but somebody else with really high blood pressure it may absolutely absolutely just wreck them so it's mm -hmm. it's just different things for different people and you know i thankfully i have you as a therapist which i, I you know I, which which a, is worth the money yeah which is worth every dime i spend <laughs> um, worth every penny but when you know when the when the medicine i'm on works really well it works really well and sometimes it doesn't then but, we don't uh, we don't record <laughs> I'm like i don't need it i don't need right. it this week it's why steve's no longer with us he's uh, <laughs> medicated somewhere he's on meds and they're working so he's like i don't i don't need to talk to brian uh, brian's stupid he's a waste of time no, this is this is one you know hour of just absolute joy i get every week uh, no matter <laughs> yeah. how much no matter how much you berate me <laughs> uh, or embarrass me it's it's, it's, it's well good... no i don't i don't do it to uh embarrass you or parade you it's really it's just about two people just being themselves yeah. and you know being stupid and saying stupid things and Absolutely. again making uh making mountains out of molehills you know, <clears> making <throat> is, making something out of nothing which is and that's what uh that's what we do here all we do here that's all we do all here. we do here i have been talking back and forth with the good folks at medieval times in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, you have the past couple of weeks. I have and never like, seen who I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Megan's husband. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, exactly. 
exactly. I have never seen an establishment more um let, let me let me back up. I have never seen a dining establishment <laughs> cross their T's and dot their I's more than this company does. They are they are I'm not gonna say sticklers because that's a negative connotation, but they are uh experts at what they do. They they have this thing down to a science and it's just I, I applaud their efforts because they have been bent over backwards for the with Brian Austin Green podcast. They have. Uh, as we prepare for if you if you're a VIP ticket holder for Stark Expo Live in September, you know that on Friday, August 31st, you get to join us at Medieval Times. And you'll uh, be rooting for a night. And you, we get you'll, be, you'll be rooting for a, a red night or a blue night or a green night or a yellow night. Oh, it'll be so much fun. They're giving us banners. So much fun. Yeah, they're giving us banners to hold. Are they really? Oh yeah, yeah. The whole night. The whole God night bless yards. medieval times. So yeah. God bless really just eating somewhere fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean just having honestly, I hope to have just a, a really good night. Yeah, I mean you don't like have uh, a lot of fun, laugh, and just feel silly and stupid. I mean you get you, know, you get we should. A, you get entertainment at Waffle House, but it's a different kind of entertainment. You know, the it's cook, true. You know, you, well made... you can only you can only have so many var- variables with waffles yeah. before, you know, they're just not fun anymore. The... Whereas medieval times, like who cares about the chicken oh, and yeah. the the uh the the chicken with star soup that she it doesn't matter. It, it's all about the uh the battling. The the and cooks the, uh, may break out into a fight at Waffle House. One of yeah, my that's true. one of my favorite videos on the internet is is a guy holding a video camera or hitting a, holding an iPhone or something at the bar at Waffle House, and it's like three in the morning, and two of the cooks are just beating the ever living shit out of each other behind as the they counter. should as they, that's <laughs> awesome as I would do Waffle House yeah. too. I right. mean they are as slamming. I as I too have already done. <laughs> Funny enough. Wait, you said last time you'd never been in a fight. <laughs> it's true. Well, except for the one I was in, in when I worked at Waffle, Waffle House. House. <laughs> you know, I mean, that summer. That was like part of that was I, I had to put that on my uh on my interview form. Yeah. On my uh Have you ever yeah. committed a felony? Yeah, Waffle yeah. House. Yeah. Yeah. That summer. Yeah, no, that they, they say you ever been in a fight? And I said, normally I run, but if I work here, I will not. That's I will stand up and fight. And I did. Summer of eighty nine when Brian worked at a Waffle House. Uh but he's filming the two of them going just absolutely crazy. I mean, slamming heads into griddles, just going at each other. And the whole time, his commentary is, can I get a waffle? Can I please get a waffle? <laughs> it's awesome. That's awesome. one of the best things on the Internet. What's That's up? So what are you good. doing? What's happening this weekend? Uh, living the dream. Yeah. Same. Uh, yeah. Same awesome stuff. I am. Uh, I'm having fun. Are you, you kids had, are uh, kids are almost done with school? Almost. I have three of them. The wife is out of the country shooting her show. Yeah. I am uh, I'm living the dream. You are all up in it, single down it for the next few weeks. I am. Have you seen that? What was that movie with uh, Michael Keaton? Mister Mister Mom. Mister Mom. Yeah. yeah. You're Mister Mom. I'm very much Mister Mom, but it's I gotta say it's different with boys because. Yeah. Uh, it's you're you're more of a referee than anything. Uh, you know, I, I've got to get one of those like striped suits, and I, I'm I'm much more of a referee than uh, than anything else. Yep. 
Uh. Absolutely. I think we should remake Mr. Mom with you. Um, all right. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if it's up to us, but, the, you know, <laughs> we'll make sure. a call. Sounds great. <laughs> I meant to text you this the other day. The, the, uh, guy who owns, uh, uh, what's the company that makes Sharknado? Uh, uh is creating some other national holiday. No, yeah. You were, yeah. It's national. You were uh, informing me of to, it's national shark day. Um, no, what is his, God, what is the name of that company? doesn't matter. The Asylum. Yeah, they Asylum. Make, they make all yeah. those, those big movies. He followed yeah. me on Twitter the other day. Yeah. And I, it took all I had to not DM him and be like, boy, do I have a pitch for you. Right. <laughs> Great movie. Starring Brian Austin. Who? Now that now that Sharknado is ending, here's your, here's your next <laughs> franchise. Here's the end. Yeah. Let's go. I saw a trailer for Sharknado 6. Yeah. There, it's, it's about time travel. It should be. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing makes more sense with a Sharknado than time travel. Bernami. That's the one thing Bernami was missing was time travel. I thought the whole Well, time. it's not missing it anymore. <laughs> I, I'm stealing the idea and uh I'm gonna use it because it's awesome. We're gonna Superman the movie at the end and you know spin the earth backwards on its axis and that's how it reverses the tides. The tidal wave we should. Of, of, we should. Uh, of bears. Yeah. Of bears and tsunamis, yes. which just doesn't make any sense, but that's what's awesome about it. Why did you have to move your studio? I uh, I didn't have to move my studio. I ended up uh, I set up uh, because I, I no longer have the uh, the townhouse, which I told you about. So I had I had stuff just sort of in a in a spare bedroom, and I ended up in one of the bedrooms that the house were renting just taking out all the owner's stuff and, and setting up all my stuff. So I, I, I kind of pulled my stuff out of storage and set up a real working studio. So you're still in the rental house. Still in the rental house. Because um, the other thing has become a mess, hasn't it? Mold is a monster. <laughs> mold, mold is a monster. I mean, mold, literally, you go to our house now, the house we own, and uh, the master bedroom was taken apart, the, oh. the master bathroom, because that's where the, uh, the leak started. So mold, for people that don't know, that haven't experienced the joy of mold, mold is all about spores. So if they test the air and they go, oh, yeah, we found two out of, you know, 10,000 particles that are spores for mold, they... They took out all of the clothes, all of the furniture, the rug, everything, wallpaper, everything out of the room uh, to clean it for these mold spores. So now not only was there mold in the master bathroom, but the leak then went downstairs into the guest room. So the guest room, they tore out the carpet, they tore out drywall, they tore out everything. And then... There was another leak in the kids' room down the hall downstairs. So we just to be safe, we we tore that apart and had the you know had the uh, the leak remedied. Um, there wasn't much mold there, but just to be safe, you never know. Yeah. Um, you know, and there there are ten thousand different types of mold, and uh, but there are only like two strands that are really dangerous to people that are 
a kind of black mold. And uh, we had one of those, which was fun. So, so, you know, we have this company coming in to remedy the mold. And, and then what happened, which we didn't know about, was there are, because uh, the house to us is, is fairly new. We moved in about a year and a half ago. We bought it and then moved in. Um, part of our backyard land was Esha, which we didn't know about. For those that don't know, Esha is, is native protected land in Malibu, in Malibu, Canada. So, uh, so you're not supposed to touch it. You're supposed to leave it the way it is for, uh, for wildlife, for deer, for coyote, for, you know, anything to use. And our backyard was, was, uh, was not kept in that condition. I don't know if the person before us, uh, did the work or the person before that person, but there were paths and, and plants and trees and buildings. And there were, there were stables to house animals and the uh the city from just aerial satellite pictures uh figured out that all that was back there and so they didn't want to give us permits uh for our house for the house we own now like for the work that had to be done to remedy the mold until that was done but it was like well you know we didn't do it we we bought the house this way We, we we can't live in this house now and so we had to kind of fight with the city to uh, get the permits that we needed to uh, get everything remedied and put back together and make the house livable again. So, um, yeah, we've been out for about uh, six months, and we have about six more months of uh, construction and remedying, remedying things, and it's, uh, it's kind of a pain in the ass. I saw. Um, <clears throat> so there you go. Yeah, no, that's our mold story. And yeah. I'm sticking to it. Yeah. Well, it's sticking to everything, apparently. Yeah. 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 Apparently. Yeah. There's a, um, a a meme going around a tweet where yeah. where people are talking about where they got their names from. Yeah. Why, why their parents named them certain things, and I I saw two uh, come across that one said from a guy named Brian said I was named after Brian Austin Green off of nine hundred two one zero. From from one kid, and I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. I just I just want to put out the apology now. And then another, I, I know it doesn't mean anything, but I am so sorry that you were named Brian. There is there's probably no more boring a name than Brian. And then and uh, I've got it, and so do you. There's another named Austin, which is funny to me because obviously that's not your real name. My right. mom's favorite actor was Brian Austin Green from 90210. Hence, she named me Austin. You know what, though? Austin is a cooler name than Brian. Uh, you know, Br- the name Brian is so boring that Brian's actually fight over whether their name is spelled with a Y or an I. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, who cares? But we literally have nothing else to fight about because we're named Brian, which is pretty, uh, pretty lame. Why don't you go by Austin? Well, I could, but that's not my name. Yeah. I was named Brian. So... The only reason I have the Austin is because there was another Brian Green in SAG, which uh, he's he's still with us. So uh, so I had to come up with the Austin to uh, make sure my checks came to me. Well, that's true. We want to make sure yeah. we still get the pretty money. important. Those pretty 30, important. Those stuff. thirty-seven cent checks are so important. It's true. Yeah. On the uh, the National Residual Day that you let me know about. Yeah. Did I text you that one? 
No, you didn't. Um, but uh, I just created it now, and it's pretty awesome. Um, what was I about to say? You totally caught me on guard with that. It was probably not very good. Oh, well, no in me, no. <laughs> Shoot. Oh, right. um, yeah. Um, um, did you like the Karate Kid picture? Oh, the Karate Kid picture was awesome. Our buddy Mark I, sent that in. I a Keto is working wonders for you yeah, because you are so away. slim in that picture. I'm just shrinking and away. and B, I have now started wearing collared shirts unbuttoned ridiculously low <laughs> because of that picture, and vests because they they just work. That picture of me as Miyagi works. I, I don't care what anybody says. That picture is awesome. I thought I was I, pretty pleased. I thought I thought me as Honey Boo Boo's mom was pretty good, yeah. but uh, no. me as Mister Miyagi, you as, you uh, as Miyagi takes, is an all time done all time. And, and you as Daniel is awesome. You as keto loving Daniel <laughs> is amazing. It's a good look. It's amazing. It's a good look. I'm yeah, not, uh, I'm not sure what I deserve to to go that in, but good work done in that picture by the way i don't know who did the uh, photoshopping on that but uh, yeah, that is, uh it's amazing i mean that that more so than mine yours is that looks like you in the picture like that was really well done not bad mr mark is pretty good was that mark, mark again yeah that did honey boo boo and mark good work yeah jesus he, he needs more things to do with his life clearly or or he needs to do more of that. Or thing. he needs to do that for a living. Yeah. Yes. Totally. So you Which started wearing the, the lay down collars in your shirts? The what? The lay down collars. You started doing that on your uh, shirts now? I, w- I did. Yeah. 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 I did. You yeah. you look good with no hair, I gotta tell you. It's awesome, right? Yeah. I have a good shaped head. I don't for look, being I good. don't think I look good with hair in that picture. I don't know that that picture of you just is is flattering all around. I gotta say, <laughs> I gotta say you you look uh, very manly in sort of a not not man way. Oh goodness! Mm. Oh, it makes me laugh. Pretty awesome. How is uh, eating everything you want now? So, I. Uh, it's have you seen have you seen uh, there's a documentary called Magic Pill no. on uh, on Netflix. Watch it. OK, because it is it's what keto sort of is when you're not strict about what to eat. So you text me the first time about oranges and grapes and I was like, oh, you can't eat that. You yeah. can. So according to this documentary and that and people that I've spoken to, it, it's. It's not so much keto, it's more paleo, um, but the idea is to eat unprocessed food. What? It's to eat like all natural, like really good for you steaks and chicken and fruits and vegetables and not to eat like prepackaged stuff, not to eat wheat, not to eat, uh, you know, corn's not good for you, but there, there are certain things that are really, I mean, things in nature obviously are good for you. So just, you know, eat those. And, uh, and it's, it's sort of a form of, of keto. Yeah. The idea of keto is, you know, which I try and do is I try and add a little more healthy fats to what I eat. 
So it's like if I'm making scrambled eggs, use grass-fed butter because grass-fed butter is really good for you and it's a really good form of healthy fat. Um, coconut oil is good for you. Um, you know, the idea is to get away from these vegetable fats and, you know, the, the non-saturated fats that, uh, that a lot of things use. And if you go into a grocery store, if you watch this, uh, magic pill documentary, they talk about the fact that if you go into a grocery store, like 97% of groceries have wheat in them, like 97%. And those are things that you go, uh, it doesn't really need to have wheat, but it's, it's everywhere. And wheat, wheat is not a natural product. Wheat is something that was sort of created that, you know, it, it's really good at filling us up. It's really good at, uh, giving us something that makes us feel full, but it it doesn't, it doesn't give you any nutrients or it, it has no value at all. Pasta tastes really good. You you feel full when you eat it, but no nutrients. It's it's not. Uh, it only gives you carbs. You know, potatoes the same way. I eat like I eat sweet potatoes. I eat uh, yams, which are good for you, but potatoes are they're just starch, just carbs. So are you doing there's, there's, there's magic? They don't do it now. Is that what you're doing? Am I doing what? Are you like living? By I'm doing it? magic pill. Yeah. yeah. That's not a thing, but uh, okay. you just created it. Yeah. Um, Copyright. Yeah. yeah, that's the uh, the diet that I'm on, the magic pill diet. Copyright with Bagpod 2018. It's uh, So the idea, it's, it's, it's a little more paleo, and the idea is you eat the way they did in the Paleolithic era. Like, you're not baking things, you're not, you know, you're not frying things, you're eating things that are natural that uh that just grow and that just are so it's all about finding really you know in in uh the magic pill they talk about meat they talk about beef and they talk about like that you know these cows are plumped up and they're they're fed nothing but corn and cows aren't meant to eat corn they're they're meant to eat grass so you know they're they're fed this corn which fattens them up in like six months but it would kill them in seven. So they literally, before these cows die eating, they uh, they slaughter them. And they, they get more meat out of them because they've fattened them up. But uh, it's really unhealthy. It's unhealthy meat. And, uh, you know, there are a lot of really good, essential sort of probiotics that come with grass-fed beef. Because there are certain enzymes in the in the cow's stomach that breaks down the grass that are good for us, and that's the way we used to hunt. We used to like you know take things out of fields and 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 kill them and, and eat them, and that's uh, that's better for you. That's the way our bodies are, are designed. So you're uh, hunting in mountain uh, Canada now. I I am hunting in Canada. Yes, mm. I'm eating a lot of moose. Eating a lot of moose, which they're big, but, you know, they they move slower than you think. But they're molasses fed. I'm not really sure that's good for you either. You know what? It's all about eating naturally. Uh-huh. So as long as the uh, the moose are eating what they eat, then I'm eating them and they are delicious. And I'm eating nothing but moose and maple. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, more power to you. Yeah. It's amazing. 
I can't do that. Uh, you know what? I put I put a little maple on uh, on the fire that's burning that I cooked the moose over, and it's delicious. Smoked maple, ugh, so good. <laughs> you just tap a keg on a tree. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Uh, I hang because because a can isn't natural, so uh, yeah. I hang a uh, a sliced coconut from the tree and collect the uh, the maple, and uh, I I put it on uh, wood and. Uh, I put the wood on the fire and uh, create smoke and uh, smoke the moose meat. It's delicious. Moose delicious. Le- legit question. Do people eat moose? Is that a thing? Legit answer. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea because I'm not very well educated, apparently. Well, no, I, so, uh, I yeah, mean, I that's know. not a, I don't, uh, I don't know. I, I think people eat moose. Like I, know people I, eat I would assume, I would assume stuff, someone eats and, moose. You know, gator. Let's say I mean, you're eating the moose. gator. They eat whale. They eat, you know, they eat everything else. Why wouldn't you eat a moose? The health benefits of moose meat. While most people are used to eating chicken, beef, or pork. Moose, are you looking it up right now? Of course I am. I want to know. God, you're so you're so fast on your phone. Moose meat is a nice alternative that has several health benefits. It can be roasted, ground up, or cooked in a crock pot. There you go. Crockpot is a, uh, by the way, that is a proprietary term. It should be capitalized. You're looking for the term slow cooker here, article. And is especially known for being high in protein. Oh, you're such a stickler. Well, crock, it's, it's like a, saying Band-Aid. That's an actual, that's a, that's a I, Well. That's a brand right. name. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it to you. Uh, uh, did you know that moose meat is quite popular and part of many people's diets? I did not. I article. did not. It's not uncommon not. to spot a moose when staying at Lawrence Bay Lodge. I don't know where that is. Uh, somewhere in Canada, I'm guessing. Lake Saskatchewan up there. Uh, yeah. That's across oh, the street yeah. from you, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Amidst the wilderness of a fairly remote area in Canada. Fishermen and hunters love spending time at Lawrence Bay Lodge. This is an advertisement for Lawrence Bay Lodge, isn't it? Oh. While most people are used to eating, I already read that. It's especially known to be high in protein. If with, it's not, it should be. With 102 be. calories per 100 grams, moose meat, I don't know what that is uh, yeah. <laughs> in Canadian terms, moose meat delivers 22 grams of protein, protein while uh, meanwhile it has no carbohydrates whatsoever. It's still pronounced protein, yes, even here in uh, Canada. Yeah, I know, I know, because I fo- loved it. Uh, yeah. Additionally, it gives your body, I'm a fat loaf or oaf or something additionally it gives your body uh riboflavin helping it make red blood cells as well as metabolize foods moot meat moose meat moot meese (laughs) moot meese (laughs) i cracked myself (laughs) shut up you're doing good ah shut up bro you're you're really uh you're really sweetening the english language i might have you are uh you are adding to our uh, our dictionary. I might have had in a nice way. I might have had an adult beverage or two at lunch. Congrats. Mo- yeah. Moose meat is extremely low in saturated fat with less than 0.5 grams per 100 gram serving for you math math nerds out there. Because of this, moose is better than steak, especially for people who worry about their cholesterol. A typical serving of moose meat contains 59 milligrams of cholesterol, and adults in general shouldn't have more than 300 milligrams of cholesterol per day. So a couple of moose meat servings a day is a good thing. <laughs> Meanwhile, but like, here's my thing: Do you eat it as a steak? Or are they making like moose meat burger? Oh, it looks like chicken. Yeah. You should uh, eat moose meat every way possible. I'm not in sure. in stew in uh, 
You should love it. Make a moose meat burger. Yeah. Have a moose meat steak. A moose meat mm. burger. Yeah. Moose, moose meat. Moose meat gets hard to yeah, say you're, after uh, a little while. You're, you're really doing good today. <laughs> you, you did drink before. Uh, just, a, just a couple. I'm fine. Right. Moose, moose meat. Right. Words lost all meaning. Moose meat. Moose meat. Moose meat. Um, I want a moose meat biscuit in the morning. Moose meat barbecue. There's a lot of yeah. So you can eat moose. Uh, yeah. There you go. Apparently. I'm glad you saw oh, that. Here's a YouTube video of a grizzly bear eating a moose. I'm not gonna watch that. Although I kind of want. Why not? You uh, should. Ooh. Next topic: eating penguin. What? Don't eat a yeah. penguin. That just yeah. Don't wrong. eat a penguin because oh they're God. they're cute and they're they're fucking penguin. Don't eat penguin. <laughs> they taste like a piece of beef with codfish. Yeah, that's not. Eat, eat a piece of beef with codfish. Don't eat. Right? Don't penguin? eat a penguin. That's awful. Penguin. Awful. Cute. Do you eat giraffes? Me personally. No, not they're either. delicious. Giraffe. <laughs> Cover of People the Magazine. Where would I eat a giraffe? Cover of People Magazine. Where would I get a giraffe? Tomorrow. There's, there's a restaurant, right, that, that serves uh, or has served like lion and <laughs> zebra. and. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not making this up. No. This is like, this is real. All I can see is the cover of People Magazine tomorrow, and it's you and Megan. It's a pop photo from you and Megan in a zoo. Eating Brian a lion? and Megan eat giraffes. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We love giraffe. We eat it all. We the love time. giraffe, but we don't eat penguin. We draw the line at right. penguin. No penguin. We draw the line at penguin. Just giraffe. Is penguin endangered? I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Should be eating. They're cute penguins. Leave penguins alone. God, they That's dance awful. so well. They're penguins. so cute. They're so cute. Penguins. That's like Chewbacca eating that porg in the Last Jedi. You can't do that. That's <laughs> wrong. <laughs> So wrong. Although that would have been funny if uh, Chewbacca ate the pork. Well, he that tried. Remember, awesome. all those other porks were standing around looking at him, like making ah. the the puppy dog eyes at him not to do it. They were all that would have been pretty awesome. Oh, let's talk about Solo. Well, it, my you, my argument, Solo, right? My argument is he already cooked it at that point. Like the pork was already dead, so why not just go ahead and eat it? Yeah. Like I don't know what that. Yes, I saw Solo. Okay. You saw Solo, you and, and saw uh, Solo. what'd you think? I had a blast. You I know had... what it's a... Uh, I gotta say, I mean, I've... First, let me say, Is just Brian for me, Green that, that was I, was, Is... I was wrong. Oh, my that, God! That, yeah. No, I know. It doesn't happen often. Ever. But, uh, 45 it was, episodes. It was, it was not... It was not the... Uh, it, was, it was not the... Uh, the miss... That, that I thought it would it be. Was not it was not Geostorm. It wasn't. It wasn't a story I I necessarily needed to know. No. I didn't need to know how Han Solo met Chewbacca no. or any of that. Um, Donald Glover was great. Um, it was really fun. It was entertaining. I, I, I you know I gotta say like Disney so far has not dropped the ball on Star Wars at all I have. on any of the films. I loved it. Again, yes, not a story I ever thought I needed to see play out, but it was so mu- I had so much fun watching it. Um, I Good. loved these incarnations of the characters. Donald Glover yeah. stole the show to me. He and yeah, uh, 
and L3, Phoebe Waller-Bridge as the yeah. droid. I'll take L3 over BB-8 any day. Yeah, totally. She was fantastic. Um, do we, I guess we can get in spoilers. Do you want to get in spoilers? I, at this point, if you haven't seen the movie, yeah. you, uh, you're stupid. You should. Fair enough. Go for uh, it. Yeah. So what Fair did enough. you think about the reveal, the, the ending? Not being a huge prequel um, fan. It was... I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. Apparently, you know, my, my son Cassius is. You have um, an R2 unit in your garage. Okay, so again, I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. I'm a big R2 fan. Okay. They're, 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 Star Wars was a, a big part of my childhood. Uh-huh. But, uh, I, you know, I haven't read fan fiction or any of that. So well, I, I, I immediately text uh, Cash and I was like, you know, they I think it's great that they included fan fiction and all that. And he was like, that actually wasn't fan fiction. That was from the Clone Wars. Yeah. They brought back Darth Maul and they yeah. uh, they brought him back as, you know, a, a, a cyborg half man, half, you know, um, from being cut in half. Yeah. Um, it. It was fun. I mean, I, you know, I, I saw it and I thought it's pretty cool. But then again, there's that there's that side of me of like, I, you know, I I didn't necessarily need to know about some other faction of it's not the dark side, but some other faction of evil that's, that's out there. Crime Lords. I didn't need to know. I, I, I honestly I think I would have been a little more entertained and I kept waiting for a scene with Jabba that I think that's what everybody expected yeah I kept waiting Jabba for that scene him. of Jabba because you have the scenes then in a new hope of like you know I mean Han Solo is you know he's he's running from Jabba from scene one yeah well and that's I mean, who you know Greedo is a bounty hunter working for Jabba and that, that's so, who obviously they were talking about at the end when he told you he's got a job with a hut gangster on Tatooine Right. Because they're going to, but yeah, I, they kind of lead you to believe the whole time that when they talk about, you know, who I work for and you know who our boss is and all that kind of stuff, right. they, they lead you down that Java path. And then it's right. obviously very different, uh, right. Yeah. From there. It was, again, I, it was fun. I thought the movie was fun. I thought it was well made. Um, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Just not necessarily a story that, that I needed no. to know. No. 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 It wasn't like to me, um, Rogue One really set the tone of what, you know, A New Hope and, and those movies were. And it was so important for me to see Vader, like really being Vader and being this like scary monster and realizing like it's why people were so terrified of Vader. But, you know, you, you didn't understand like he, he looked intimidating and yeah, he, you know, he knew the force and all that or, you know was was a Sith and all that. But uh, to see him in Rogue One, you know, to see him when he boarded the ship at the end, and I mean, he was terrible. Mm-hmm. And he was really scary. And you sort of leave that movie realizing, like, Jesus, just what they went through moments before A New Hope. Mm-hmm. And you realize, like, you know, when, when Vader boards the ship in, uh, in A New Hope, you didn't know, like, you know, what had gone on before that, like, you know, and Rogue One really set the pace of that. Um, and I really had a sense of, I said this before to, to uh, other people, like you, I much more got a sense of Star Wars being being about 
the war yeah. and that it really yeah. was a war, you know, that people were fighting, people were dying. Um, whereas solo to me was much more of a fun adventure and a description of how, you know, Han met Chewie and how they got the millennium Falcon and what, what the run was. And, you know, there, there was so much more to it. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't an integral part of the story. It was much more character related, which, which is fine, but it's, to me, Rogue One was much more story. It, It was much more integral, you know, integral to the story. And, and, you know, and having a better understanding of what Star Wars meant and where it came from, whereas Solo was just fun. And, you know, and I guess when you look at it from that that perspective, Solo was really fun. It was really well made. I I just didn't feel like, you know, I'm glad I saw it. I feel like uh, I'm glad it was made. I feel like, you know, it was entertaining. It it did its job. Well, you know, it was a. Go ahead. Go ahead. Good. Last Jedi was, I mean, it was very this deep philosophical. You shouldn't meet your heroes. I mean, that kind right. of right. internal struggle of a movie. And this was just, this was just a popcorn. Fl- I mean, this was just straight yeah. up uh, yeah, enjoyable. It was, it was just entertaining. Yeah. It wasn't like, it wasn't super deep. It was, you know, it didn't, it didn't really matter. I mean, you know, when you had the stuff at the end where you realize that the, uh, that the resistance in that movie, you know, what they were fighting for and for freedom and for, you know, it, there, there was a little bit of a message in there, but not, not too much. They didn't hit you over it, the head it wasn't very message oriented. Yeah. That movie. Yeah. This so. is fun. Yeah. I can't wait to watch it again. Yeah. I, I really, there was a lot of, a lot of stuff to, uh, Easter eggs and stuff to, yeah, pick there, up. there was, there was a lot to that film that, uh, that, I think, you know, you miss seeing it the first time because you're really trying to take in like, what, what is this movie? Like it's, you spend, it's, it's a bit clunk in the beginning because you, you really try and you spend all that time really trying to figure out like, why did they make this movie? What is this movie about? And when you realize like the movie is just about this heist and, you know, and these relationships and who these people are, then then the movie just sort of moves along and is fun. And uh, it'd be fun for me to watch the movie from the beginning again in that way. It was just not uh, trying, not trying to dissect it and be one of those fanboys that wants to like, you know, well, how, you know, how, how does Han Solo walk? And, you know, it's, you do all that stupid stuff. Like you try and, you try and watch that actor and you try and see, okay, you know, why does he call, all all the crap about like it the thing that the thing that was funny for me was all the stuff that you know Harrison Ford just kind of did yeah yeah like calling Chewbacca Chewie <laughs> yeah. and you know and all that and you know it, you watch the movie and you go oh this guy just you know this actor had to literally study what Harrison Ford did as a goof yeah because <laughs> that, that made the character they they would talk to him about like uh, Daisy Ridley or Daisy Ridley, I can't remember. We're talking about pushing buttons on the Falcon console, you know, in the cockpit, yeah. and he was just like, "I just pushed buttons. I don't. There's no. Yeah. There's no. I was, you know, George just told me to push stuff. Like I didn't. Well, well, and then you know, beyond that, I read some other thing with uh, with Harrison Ford where he was talking about, you know, if we come back and do more, 
you have to change the switches because I guess originally the switches weren't real switches. Yeah. So he would switch them and then slowly throughout the scene they would like sink back in their <laughs> original position. So that's why he would have to switch them again. So that was like one of the only things he asked for. Like if I come back, like the switches have to work. And, you know, now, I mean, when the original Star Wars was made, it was like, you know, they were making things out of tinfoil. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it was like they were on a hair string budget, like really trying to make it work. And uh, you see it now. It's like, yeah, put switches on the Falcon, you know, and it's I get it. Um, but it it's funny. I was thinking about like it, it's funny because. The reality is, even though the film is called Solo, it's really about, as an actor, playing Harrison Ford playing Solo. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you have to study both things, not just Han Solo as a character, because as a character, there wasn't much there. But what was created was created by Harrison Ford. So you have to study the Harrison Ford take on Han Solo. That, Which is, it's hard to do. With that being said, your biggest gripe the past few months has been, or not gripe, but the, the thing that was keeping you from wanting to... Yeah, see no, it. you can say gripe. Well, okay, gripe. Was 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 his seeing somebody else in those boots? Yeah, did, yeah. I mean, were you pleased with his portrayal? I, uh... The... You realize sort of quickly on that the movie is about solo mm -hmm. but it's not about harrison ford's take right you know you, it's really about just the relationships and the people and there's so much more to it that you as a fan you get so caught up in like you know how is this person going to portray harrison ford as han solo and it's not about that it's not about him being picture perfect as you know han solo or the harrison ford version it's that doesn't matter it's really about all these things in the movie that harrison ford talks about seeing them in front of you and and you know learning about the the kessel run and learning about again the millennium falcon and how he got it and lando calrissian and you know how those relationships started and where they came from and it's it's uh, it's interesting as a fan. I mean, I again, I didn't need to know the things. I, I didn't need to know where Han Solo met Chewie, and I, you know, I I don't know if I necessarily liked like the description of you know the what was painted in that Han Solo somehow could speak Wookie a bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I need to know. You know, I I, I always just assumed like. Han Solo was cool, and so there was just a, a connection with Chewbacca and Han Solo. It wasn't necessarily verbal. It, it wasn't because Han Solo understood Chewbacca, like, you know, verbally. It was more like he understood him spiritually, and he connected with him, I thought. But this laid out, you know, much more like, oh, they had a relationship because, you know, Chewbacca spoke Wookiee and... Han Solo spoke enough of it to where Chewbacca wanted to be his friend. It, it was a little, it was a little muddy, um, but I enjoyed it. I mean, it was, it was a take. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't this crazy fanboy take of things. It wasn't like, you know, 
it, it wasn't so detail oriented. It was much more just fun. I quit worrying about, you know, cause I, I said the same thing as you. I, I was, you know, hopeful, but skeptical. And, yeah. uh, by the time, I guess the scene where he was in the empire, uh, as a mud trooper, when it flash yeah. forwarded like three years later, I quit worrying right. about right. that. When he ran, when he ran up in, in the tent with, uh, with Woody Harrelson yeah, and all just, that, I, like he was Woody, to me. Woody Harrelson was awesome. By Woody the way. was great. He Woody, was great. Woody always, and I don't know if it was cause I grew up watching cheers or what, but Woody always takes me out of anything. I'm watching Woody in. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Like he's never that character that he's playing to me. He's always Woody Harrelson. I'm like, oh, that's Woody Harrelson in Star Wars. Right. <laughs> like right. Woody Harrelson's in space. He was great on that movie. Yes, I mean was. that you know, I got I. It was fun. I, I really enjoyed the movie. It was fun. I hated that Thandi Newton and John Favreau got killed off so early because I was enjoying both of their characters. I didn't even realize that was John Favreau. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was uh, loving until his character. Uh, you know until I was told. Yeah, um, by Megan, she was like, "Yeah, I think he was, you know, the uh, the pilot." It's like, really? Yep. And then, sure enough, he was. I, was, I, I didn't know. I was enjoying that. I had no idea. It was it was a fun movie though. Yes. I liked it. Yes. Um, for people that are concerned that we have. Uh, spoilers on this uh, go fuck yourselves because you know whatever it's been the, mo- the movie's been out for like what three weeks four weeks if you haven't seen two, it by now go fuck yourself two weeks it, you know if you haven't heard if you haven't heard all these spoilers before uh you're you know then two then there you don't deserve to uh hold on to them now two weeks it just is what it is two weeks today it's only been out two weeks two weeks yeah. it feels like a month <laughs> <laughs> feels like a month. Oh, gosh. Hey, yeah. I, we need to brainstorm. I thought about doing uh, something as we get in, and, and, and we're going down to episode 50 here soon. Jesus. Can you believe it? That's crazy. Uh, I think we should give away a couple of tickets to the, uh, to the live show. To, to, yeah. To two lucky individuals. All right. Or one lucky individual. Oh, li- like literally a couple. Yeah. Like two yeah. tickets. Yeah, yeah. I just got to think right. of a good way to do it. All right. Well, maybe we'll do that in the ne- over the next couple episodes. A chance to we win could. Yeah. two tickets to could. Right. the With Brian Austin Green live show in Atlanta, Georgia. You can get your tickets. You know what? I hope, I hope the show's fucking entertaining. I ho- it's, Ours? It's a big, it's a, yeah. I hope the, the podcast is, is entertaining for people, you know? I know we're going to have all those people there, which is which should make it fun. Yeah. Um all your friends that you've done other podcasts with that are going to be there. Uh, Ayn's going to be there, I think. Oh, um, so he's going to join us. Crazy. Um, it, it, it should be, uh, it should be interesting. Gonna should have, be a good time. You're going to have David silver and whatever his name was on the show. Steve Sanders. <laughs> Steve Sanders. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm just going to give in. I'm going to start watching it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to give it up and I'm going to, I'm going to watch the series. And so I'll know what all of you people are talking about. I don't even know if you need to, honestly. I don't just, I don't, I don't know if you'll watch it and you'll be like, Ooh, or you'll be like, you know, you'll fall asleep. Maybe just, it's not the flash. It's, it's not a, it is a teen drama, but, uh, uh, it's not the flash. There's uh, no effects. Yeah. I don't watch the flash anymore. Maybe, uh, we just, um, 
Hmm. Maybe maybe we pick an episode coming up and you just give me the complete story of 90210. Abridged. How about this? Okay. How about we tie it in somehow to the cable guy? Okay. Which if we tie it in somehow to our medieval times thing that oh. we're doing just because it's fun. Okay. Um, but we make somebody answer a question about uh, the cable guy. And if they can, then uh, we give them tickets. How about that? Oh, for the for the for the free tickets? Yeah. Yeah. How do we how do you want to do that? I only because I honestly know nothing about Nano to know. <laughs> but I know I know everything about cable guy. So it's got to be something real inside, though, not something they can just go Google, something that I actually have to sit down and watch the movie to, to find. Maybe I'll sit yeah. down and watch the movie this weekend. It's been a while. And, uh, and find something good in there. That, that would be funny. You know what? I, I think, honestly, if you and I just talk like five minutes after this um, or four or five minutes, <laughs> like we'll just sit quietly for five minutes and then talk. Uh-huh. Um in in five minutes, uh, I think we'll we'll come up with a question, and you won't have to watch anything. Okay, fair enough. All right, we'll do that then. I'm still going to watch yeah. the movie this weekend. Though. I need a good excuse to watch the movie. Yeah, I don't. I don't need any excuse. I love just, that movie. The movie just just cause. It's been years since I've watched it. Yeah. When's well, the last time you got down with the cable guy? Uh couple months ago oh, okay. yeah no, no no i'm i'm a serious fan I, know. I i'm a fan to the point that uh ben stiller um one of my best friends and i were on a flight for the super bowl in miami one year mm-hmm. when i was doing 90210 and ben stiller was on the flight and uh my best friend and i like cornered him because uh it's what we do <laughs> and, uh, and he sent VHS tapes of the scenes that he had cut out of the film. So I saw like scenes, I saw things that had been removed from the cable guy. I know, I know so much about the cable guy that I know scenes that nobody else has ever seen except for Ben Stiller. You probably don't still have that. And my friend Scott. You probably don't still have that tape, do you? (sighs) No, because I have no place to play it. So you got Who has a VHS player anymore? So you got rid of the tape? That was years ago. I mean, the show's been off for 20 years. And that was five years into the show. So that was 25 years ago when I had the tape. Who knows where the tape is now? Who knows? It doesn't matter because it's in my head. I, I visualize it. I, I know it's there. There was... To give people a uh, a piece, because uh-huh. that's what I do. Yeah. Um, so you know the scene when Matthew Broderick has the uh, the nightmare about Jim Carrey knocking on his door yeah. and chasing him down the hallway yeah. and all that, and Jim Carrey has the the contacts in his eyes and yeah. that whole sort of like black light thing that goes on. So there was a scene and it was cut out, but it was uh, it was kind of like poltergeist a little bit so jim carrey was he was on the tv screen but he was his head was extending out of the screen and and uh matthew broderick was in the living room and jim carrey was like trying to get him through the screen the tv screen of 
the uh, the giant TV that Matthew Broderick had been given in the film. That's a big. So, uh, it's pretty funny. That's a big pretty, a big effect shot. To... The big effect shot. Yeah, yeah. It was a big effect shot and uh, didn't didn't make it. Hmm. Big effect shot that ended up on the cutting room floor. So, for actors, if you think it's your performance, it, it could be. It, it could not be. Could be some other factor. Uh, well, yeah. All right then. Uh, I'll think. We'll think of a good, good thing to come up with. Awesome for that right. before next time. But you can get your tickets at StarkExpoLive.eventbrite.com. Still you can. available. Yes. And we want to see you in Atlanta on September first. Definitely hanging out you, with you us. You know what? I have to say this. I have to say this really quick while you're promoting because you uh, you are good at that. Oh, thank you. Um, even if even if you can't make it, if you can't make it to Atlanta for the show, um, this, we're we're doing this podcast and we're we're doing this in Atlanta, honestly, for uh, for generosity.org. We're we're trying to raise money, raise awareness. So even if you can't be there, it means it would mean so much to us if you would just donate even five dollars. Mm-hmm. That that five dollars. Added with another five dollars, you know, it not only does it make ten dollars, but it it uh, it can make a difference. Absolutely. So even if you can't be there, you know, donate. We also have buy, uh, buy a ticket anyway if you can. Yeah, we also have new T-shirts. We do. Uh, yeah, available. I saw them. Nice job. You by can. The way. That's Jason, nice purple. Jason Bolton that uh, did those for us. You can head over to. Let me get that link because I forgot it, and it's on our Instagram. If you need to be following us on Instagram. Uh, because that's where we post the most, but obviously Twitter too. Uh, bonfire. Yeah, we're on uh, Twitter also. Right? Yeah, bonfire.com slash with bagpod is where you can right. get these. When you're printing cheese, who cares? Nice. T-shirts. Nice. From the, 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 the quote that launched an entire podcast all the way back from episode one. It's funny that you didn't put go fuck yourself on it. It's got to be coming soon. Yeah. Those are exclusive to Atlanta. You yeah. want one of those? You got to come. Coming soon. You yeah. got to come. We'll, to we'll make those for Atlanta. You got to come. Just to go fuck yourself, shirts. So funny. Maybe that's what you should wear on stage. Fun. I, I do want to say I, I, I think, and I don't know if I've done a good job explaining this or not. The venue that we have is super cool. Um, it's very. I've much, seen pictures, but it uh, it looks very cool. Have I not sent you pictures? Uh. You may have. Okay. It's very much. Uh, um, uh, I'm a bit forgetful. That's so. Uh, It is uh, very much not a. We're not like in a concert hall or something something really super nice or anything where. It's a lot of really cool brick and it's a great space. Well, and also, it's not going to be like you're 20 rows back from us. Um, This is in the round. It's real up front. I think there's only like maybe five or six rows total. Uh, and you're like completely submerged with us. This is not a you're coming to see us up on a stage and then you're leaving thing. Like this is yeah, very no, much... it's not. It's not like uh, like you know some of the cons where you do like a Q and A thing and you're on yeah. stage and everyone sits in an audience. It's, it's, it's not like that. It's, it's, it's kind it's a of club. the exact opposite of what we would have done at Dragon Con had that actually happened. This is very much a 
complete. Which, by the way, I, I just want to say uh, fuck Dragon Con because <laughs> uh, I can't. And and I should. It's uh it's it's very much immersive and and it's a hangout thing. It is not a. Did I say fuck Dragon Con? You did. did you hear that? Yeah, I got it. Right. Did you want to do it again? Sure. No, no, no. Okay. I did it twice. Just the okay. Yeah. Fuck Dragon Con three, three times. times. Okay. Hat Done. trick. Hat trick. Um, you're gonna be like right on the front lines there with <laughs> us, hanging out with us, uh, talking to us. It's it's gonna be extremely laid back. Uh, Talk to us. Yeah. Well, I want people. If somebody's got a question for the audience or something like that, I want people. Well, to... I, they're they're literally they can reach out and tap your shoulder well, and say, too. "Hey, yeah. I have a question." Yeah. And and we're right there. Ian's gonna be there. I'm still trying to get uh, a a good friend of mine to come and be our our MC. Uh, working with his schedule, he's a, he's a big name, so I'm trying to get him to to come hang. I out. don't even know if we need a PA system, and we're, uh, we're literally so close to uh, to we, to people that are there. Well, we don't, but we do need it to record so we can actually release the episode. To... Well, no, I mean you have your your laptop and mixing board, which you've been uh, frisked for. I'm not going. I'm not going back to jail. I did my nickel. Right. I served my you nickel. Did your time, <laughs> right? You got your pardon from Donald Trump. I'm, I'm not going back. You go. You come take me. I'm not going. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. But we'll have we'll have everything there. It is going to be an awesome night. So, uh, StarkExpoLive.eventbrite.com. If you were not following us on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, at with Bagpod on those. And the best way to listen to us is through Apple Podcasts and iTunes. You can leave us a rating and review over there. And Brian's Instagram, of course. Are we still on? Uh, what's it called? Um. As we lose another sponsorship, Spotify, what? Spotify. Yeah, yeah, we are on Spotify. Yeah, we're we're no longer on Spotify, but yeah. uh, thank you. No, we are. Yeah. We're on Spotify, and Brian is on Instagram. Aren't unt you unt that <laughs> unt guy? And I am at WD Russell, and of course our website with bagpod.com. And uh, come back and do it again next week. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, let's uh, let's talk about music too. Oh yes, who, who, we're who's putting up songs. For, who's up for today? I uh, well, so I've I've changed this song, okay. which uh, I don't do a lot. It, this is hard. This is hard for me because there are a lot of songs that I really liked, but I was a huge fan of aside from other people, most def. Uh-huh. I was a big fan of most def. Yeah. So. I figured if we end the show with uh, a little Miss Fat Booty, that would be awesome. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I dig it. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll play yeah. ourselves so there you out. Go. All right. Have we'll you see. heard that song? Yes. Do you know that song? Yes. yes. We'll Done. See, see you guys next time. Awesome. Thanks. Bye, everybody. Wow, man. Bro, it's true. Let me tell you Y'all. And she came with the same type game The type of girl giving out the fake cell phone The name, Big Fame big She fame. like cats with big things Jewel ship, money clip, phone flip, the six range Has seen her on the ass, spotted her more than once Ass so fat that you can see her from the front She spot me like paparazzi Shot me a glance and that cat woman stands With the fat booty pants, hot damn What's your name, love? Where you came from? Neck and wrist laced up, very little makeup The swims at the Reebok gym Tone your frame up a sugar and spice The only thing that you made up I tried to play a low key but couldn't keep it down Asked her to dance and she was like, yo, I'm leaving now An hour later, Sam's from Jamaica She sipping Chris straight up, shaking while in the waist up Seen 